This is the Wally Show podcast. To hear the live version, check us out each weekday morning through the Way FM app or at our website, wayfm.com slash Wally. The Wally Show podcast is brought to you by Colorado Christian University Online, where Wally teaches and where you can earn a degree online just like Betty Rock. You can learn more at ccu.edu slash Wally. This podcast is also brought to you by United Faith Mortgage. Let their direct lender advantage save you time and money. Uplifting Way FM. Stories served with a side of Southern sass. You're breaking my hair. I mean charm. Here's Betty Rock. What if you were at your local McDonald's making an order in the drive-thru? You get your order, you drive off, only to look in the bag and not find the McDouble you ordered, but a bag full of cash. Woo! I would have a weird, like, out-of-body experience. Like, did I just rob this place? <laughs> like, like, what just happened here? Yeah, did I do something bad? Exactly. Well, that's exactly what happened to Josiah Vargas when he realized that he had that, that had happened. He actually got in his car and went back to that McDonald's. He found out that that was their deposit to the bank. I think had put it in Ziploc bags in a McDonald's bag that you would get a McGriddle in. I love it. Uh, But I think the reason for that, because somebody has to drive that to a bank, and mm-hmm. so they put it in there, so it's like, oh, it's just a McDonald's thing. Instead of carrying like a bag of a bank yeah, bag of money, sense. but well, maybe these things can happen. Sit it in a separate compartment or something. Put a code on it, like right. mark a little note on it, like that's a, that right. lets you know that's the money bag. Exactly. Well, Josiah, he did the right thing. He returned it. Employees were so grateful to him, calling him an angel from God. They also awarded him with two hundred dollars worth of free McDonald's. Okay, you know what? That sounds that sounds equitable. Like, yeah, cause you don't expect a giant reward, but you did no, the right things. So that's nice. But two hundred dollars can get you far, yeah. far yeah. at McDonald's. Yeah, that's not a bad. That's not a bad deal. So while that's a story of how a restaurant handles a mistake with a customer correctly, this is one that doesn't go as well. There's a woman named Shay Williams. She was checking her email when she saw one from Chipotle claiming that she had won free food for a whole year. Nice. That's a lot of money that with the Chipotle. Is. Yeah, and you think, wow, that's that's a big win. Burrito bowl that I love so much, over $10 now. Ooh, yeah, It's expensive. And then if you want to add guacamole yeah. onto it, that's yeah. like extra $5. And then chips and queso, forget about it. I just had to like <laughs> take a second mortgage out of my house <laughs> to have lunch. So you can imagine Shay's excitement over this email. Sure. But before she could get too excited... She soon gets another email from the company claiming that the previous email was a mistake and that she actually didn't win free Chipotle for a year. But for her incon- for the inconvenience, they would offer her one free meal. Oh, oh boo. Not enough. <laughs> boo Chipotle. I tried to dig into how long it took for them to follow up with each yeah. email. Like what was the time window between the two emails? Five hours. Oh, wow. So there was five hours of Shay thinking, oh, I'm going to invite my friends yep. to Chipotle. Let's have a party. I'm balling. Only to be like, uh, oops, sorry. Okay. See, now this is the problem. See, like McDonald's, they did it right. You know, they gave an yeah. equitable kind of reward. This is like, oh, we just hosed you. Here's a free Chipotle meal. 
That's insulting. That makes you mad. And instead of being like, oh, I feel good about this. That's cool. Uh, thank you. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, no, now I'm mad. Like, I would be like, hey, you sent me this email. I didn't ask for it. Right. This is on you. You have to honor this. And you have to be so careful nowadays, especially with companies, because people like these two people that I'm talking about, they posted on TikTok about their situation. That's great publicity for McDonald's. Right. Horrible publicity right. for Chipotle. She needs to find a lawyer who is big on, like, corporate injustice and things like that. And, <laughs> oh, and he'll take the case. emotional damage. Yes, or a lawyer that just loves Chipotle and she'll split it with him. Like, either way, it's a win. <laughs> Uplifting Way FM. This is The Wally Show. And COVID changed a lot of things for us personally and even spiritually because all of a sudden churches uh, couldn't hold services and they had to figure out how to go online and a lot of people loved online church. I used to call it bagels and worship and uh, (laughs) I felt it was pretty great. I mean, I get it too because you don't have to get dressed up. As a woman, I like that you don't have to put on makeup. You don't have to do your hair. You just get out of bed, maybe even stay in bed depending and you just watch TV from your church. And if you believe that God is omnipresent, which he is, he's at that building or he's in your living room. Where two people are gathered together. (laughs) There shall he be. Uh, And so, like, I was a fan. My wife hated it. My wife loves corporate worship. She loves being at church. And like like you, it was more like practical, too, because I didn't have to get up and get ready. I didn't have to leave a half hour early. Mm -hmm. Like, I could roll out out of bed or sometimes stay in bed <laughs> and watch church and be totally good and then I was I would go to the early service that way and I was done like mm-hmm. by nine and so it was pretty great <laughs> um, but we are back in church now and I came across this article uh, of a pastor that was talking about why it's good to be back in church mm-hmm. and maybe some things that maybe I have not considered back you know? in person exactly back mm-hmm. in church in the building itself one of his points was it's good for us to provoke I love that word provoke one another to love and uh, good works. And so when you're around people, they're doing good things and you're in that world and your small groups are going out and you're serving other people and you know and, and and basically doing good things and living out your faith it inspires you and keeps you in that mindset and i think it's easier for us to do that when we see other people around us doing the same thing you right. know when we feel like we're doing it all alone we kind of just are like yeah i'll get around to it but when there's others that are fighting the same fight that's easier to step in yeah there's a positive peer pressure mm-hmm. that is actually kind of a good thing yeah. you know and stuff. Um, one one thing uh, too is like to encourage the pastor with your attendance because oh. like that is something that I know when I like if we do a con like bands do concerts or if we do an event and you have a lot of people there then you're like oh good we're on we're on the right pet track here we're doing something good when people don't show up it's horrible you know and, it, and, and it's brutal and so yeah. this could be something that actually inspires and encourages your pastor and re-energizes them mm-hmm. coming off of all the covid days and stuff that so makes sense that's just a couple of them i got a couple more and uh, i'd love to know yours like why is it good do you believe that it's really good and it's necessary to be in the building of church you know we know that the church is people it's not necessarily a building but why is it good to gather 855-33-WAY-FM that's 855-33-WAY-FM we'll take yours now why do you think it's good to be back in the church building well as a mom of three um i'm easily distracted so um i love to be in person so i can have not only time to myself but i focus for and i feel like i'm focusing on god first 
and we have the children's program and it gets my kids focused more as well because home is a big distraction. <laughs> Brittany, I think there's a lot of women that probably feel the same way as you. Church is almost kind of like a free babysitting situation. <laughs> you can get away from the kids and not feel guilty about it. Because you're doing something good for them. Right. right. And if mama gets a little free time to raise hey. her hands in worship without someone tugging on a skirt, it's a win-win. Amen. It is. And I just love being in the church surrounded by people who are supporting me and uplifting me and getting me closer to where I need to be. Vicki, what is your reason for wanting to be back in church in person? Well, number one, you're encouraged to pray for the people that surround you. Like I said, we sit with some people at church that they have some smaller kids they're trying to adopt, and I'm reminded to pray for them throughout the week without them saying a word to me because I see them in front of me. Oh, yeah, I totally get that because that whole adage of out of sight, out of mind comes into play here for sure. You see people and what they're going through, and it encourages you and let you know that you can make it through the week. And there's just something very special about praise and worship with your brothers and sisters and the presence of the Holy Spirit that maybe isn't quite the same when you're just driving in your car listening to Way FM. Not that listening to Way FM oh, is bad, okay. but there's just a Oof. big presence of Jesus. Yeah, I was about to say, you better check yourself, Vicki. Uh, this is uh, <laughs> like car church. Uh, no, but I, I totally get what you're saying. My wife hated online church for the worship part of it. She liked being in church with people singing and feeling that presence of God way more than me chomping on bagels while she was trying to raise a hand, you know? <laughs> and who can blame her? Amen. Uplifting Way FM, this is The Wally Show, and we've been discussing the importance of being back in church. You know, COVID kind of took people out. You're watching online. My wife loves going to church, and I was a big fan of bagels and worship. You know, I, I, I like sitting there eating a bagel in my jammies watching church. Because I watch, <laughs> I watch for the, for like, the worship is less important to me than it is to her. And I see how that experience is totally different. For me, the sermon is what's important, and I do Monday schools based on it. So whether I'm in jammies or an uncomfortable shirt, doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I, you know, as this pastor, he wrote an article and was talking about, you know, it, it's good to be in church, and this is why, you know, and it's good for your kids. It's good for you to model going to church for them. It, they get something out of it as well. Is one of his points. But Gavin, uh, you know, dropped this little knowledge on us. Yeah, I thought that for us, the value of getting back to church was getting back to this opportunity to serve. Our church is really big on. And puts an emphasis on worship one and serve one. So you have one sermon that you go to and you just listen and it's like you know, pouring into you and then you serve in another service. And for us, we spent a lot of time not doing that. And when we got back to in-person church, we started doing it. And then we had this, or this realization that sometimes you think the church is made for you, but we realized that in a lot of ways we were made for the church to go and serve the church. And so I serve in the youth group, so we right. serve kids. So I just thought that was a lot of value in being back in person. And while you're doing something good for somebody else, it actually does help you too. Oh, yeah. It gives you purpose and fulfillment uh, in being involved. And that's a perspective I hadn't really thought of because at my church that I was at for a lot of years, it was a smaller church. And so I was super involved. But now you go to a small branch yes. of our big church. I go to the big church and I'm, I'm not as plugged in. And so hearing this conversation has made me think there are people like you who are wired 
to serve and that you get something out of that. So I should be back in church allowing you to serve me. Mm. That's and it. And I will it. be uh, I will be helping you and I help me. It's I'm really so glad that you two are on the same page. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. I got something good out of this today. <laughs> Hopefully you did too. Coffee shops, poolside, back porch, picnic table at the park, at your kid's soccer practice. Just about anywhere can be your classroom when you decide to go back to school online at Colorado Christian University. I know I got my degree online and I actually did a homework at a campsite. I was uh, sitting around a campfire writing a paper. That is where I did some of my work that weekend. So life doesn't have to stop just because you go back to school to better yourself. You can work towards this future and this goal that you want to accomplish, and it doesn't have to totally consume you or derail your normal life with friends, your family, or what have you. And you can earn accredited degrees from Colorado Christian without ever setting foot on campus. So there really shouldn't be an excuse to not going back to school. If it's something you really want to do, you can do it. And all you have to do is go to ccu.edu slash Wally to learn more. And the other really important thing is that Colorado Christian is committed to cultivating the mind without compromising the heart. So check it out, ccu.edu slash Wally. Uplifting Way FM. Here's what's going on today. So if you have traveled recently and you've flown, it's getting harder and harder to get somewhere you want to get on time without delayed flights or cancellations. And uh, Gavin's going through this right now. He's got to go to a wedding this year and he's trying to decide, do I drive? Do I fly? And I get it because it's gotten to be such a a headache. Well, the CEO of United Airlines said, hey, uh, good news, it's going to get worse. No, stop. Really? Why? Don't say that. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I hate when someone that's on the inside of the industry is like, yeah, you know what? It's probably going to get worse this year. Uh, He said airlines uh, that operate as if it's still 2019 before the pandemic are bound to struggle. He said the industry is dealing with a shortage of pilots and other workers, outdated technology. That's what burned Southwest along with weather conditions and the strain on the uh, aviation. He said there are a number of airlines who cannot fly their schedules and customers ultimately are paying the price, which is so true. Yeah, so he he did kind of throw a little shade at Southwest too, but that's what you do. You chip at each other (laughs) when you're CEOs. Uh, But not surprisingly... He said that United is taking a different approach. Uh, he said they're investing in technology and has more employees per flight bef- than before the pandemic. So they're trying to staff up and make sure that their flights can run on time. Uh, they're trying to keep more spare planes, and it, it's not pushing the schedule too hard. And so the problem is there's a cost to that. Like, and that's going to follow on us, too. It does. United's cost per mile to fly is more than other airlines because they're investing in these other things. Which brings about the question, would you pay more knowing you had a better chance at getting somewhere with less frustrations? Because right now we book and we look for the cheapest airfare. Yeah, but then that's that means that we're paying for dependability. Exactly. That seems wrong. Well, it does, but in this modern world, it's like, is it worth it? Like if you have, for example... Uh, I uh, had flights canceled and changed when we were flying out of the country, and we had to connect to make this uh, cruise. Mm. And we flew in the day of, which you should never do, but we didn't have a choice because of work. And um, like it was so stressful, and we just made it. We were like the last people on. I would have paid extra for the flights. <laughs> For them to almost kind of guarantee we'll get you there, you know? I know they can't guarantee it, but if they could give you some 
like a wink and a nod, like, <laughs> we got you. We're not going to be like other I'm, airlines. I'm a little worried about the airline industry. I mean, I if this is where it's going. I have gotten a point. Like, I don't care for road trips too much because it takes so long to get there and so long to get back if you have a long trip. But we drove to Florida recently, and I loved having my own car down there. There was freedom with that. And, and it's it stunk driving 11 hours, but I was like following friends of mine who were flying and they were delayed for seven hours, you know, and like, well, then you're almost better to drive at that point because you've already been at the airport for two hours. Uh, See, I don't like this. I don't like where it's going. Yeah. So I don't know. I'd like, but the good, the good news is he said it's going to get worse before it gets better. But at least if you know it, you can plan for it. You can pack (laughs) some patience and you can, and you can be flexible. And so maybe that'll help you get through it as you plan to travel this year. Uplifting Way FM. This is the Wally Show, and uh, Betty Rock can she, she forgets I'm not a boomer. I'm actually a Gen Xer, uh, but I have boomer tendencies. I think uh, you <laughs> it's know probably all the complaining. It, that's probably what it is. Back but in my day, I see things differently, uh, being a little older than them, and I see things differently, way differently than millennials. Yes, and it's challenging. It, it, it is challenging to interact with millennials on certain levels. <laughs> well, sure. millennials and Gen Z. No, I am Gen Z. Yeah, yeah, me, yeah, Gen Gavin, Z, the yeah. super young, yeah. Yeah. annoying yeah, yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. so uh, recently I was telling Wally about this thing that was trending on TikTok. It, were, it was that the Gen Zers and the millennials are now saying that they're not giving two weeks notice when it comes to leaving a job. Okay. They claim that it's not needed. Like, yes, boomers and Gen Xers, they always think give notice. you always give a notice. But they're the younger crowd, they're saying, well, the business doesn't really care about you. They can let you go. And they don't give you a two-week notice. Sometimes they just hand you a box and tell you to get out in 20 minutes. It's very so true. So if we're not if we're not treated with respect, we won't treat you with respect. Yeah, and that's the problem. The social contract. Yeah, that's not biblical either. The Bible doesn't say uh, do unto others before they can do unto you. They say do unto others as you would have them. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> that biblical concept. Yes, yes. You know the one I'm talking about. Okay, uh, so, but basically, it, yeah, the two week notice. Honestly, yeah. Can a company let go? Let you go? You know? Yes, absolutely. But it's not about them. It's about you. It's about you having a work ethic. It's about you having integrity. Well, and also too, there's a, a warning that comes with this. So if you are thinking about, like, maybe you're younger and you're thinking, yeah, I'm gonna leave my job and do no two weeks. I would be careful about posting it on socials because nowadays bosses will go to your socials and they'll look at like who you are as a person. And if you're posting something about, I don't care, I'm yeah. not giving two weeks, that doesn't sell you very good. That is one thing I don't think kids fully understand today is that everything you put online lives forever, mm-hmm. you know, and that's and that's a problem. You know, I mean, you think something you're doing when you're 20 isn't going to follow you, but sometimes it does. And employers look at your socials now you know they want to see what you're doing they want to see the kind of person you are so if you're post posting all these party pictures and things like that you might not get a gig yeah and i think it's stories like these like this thing of not giving a two weeks notice it's topics like these that get wally on a rant i do a he, lot of times he dusts off his soapbox not that it has time to collect dust <laughs> but he gets it out and he's ready because to him like he said the younger generations he just does not get. i don't get i don't get I was yeah. raised differently, and I tried to raise my daughter differently. You know, my daughter has an amazing work ethic. She always excels everywhere she's at uh, because I instilled that in her, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I'm curious, okay, 
you're an adult. You're maybe Gen X, maybe maybe a boomer. Uh, but like, what do you think, kids today, either millennials or Gen Z? What do they need to hear? Okay, this is time for tough love, all right, and honesty. <laughs> like, what do they need to know and hear from your generation? Yeah, like maybe you've turned on the news or you've seen a younger person in out in the world and you see them do something and you're like, why would you do that? Yeah. Like, that, that doesn't even make sense. Yeah, like you don't deserve to start at CEO level, like when you just <laughs> got your first gig out of college. I'm feeling triggered. I know, yeah. Um... Yeah. And mental health days, uh, don't worry about them. Like, just do that on your own time. Like, there you go. Yeah, I know. See, this is this is, this is the Gen X in me talking, Ooh, okay? Okay. Uh, <laughs> 855-33-WAY-FM. We'll take yours now. 855-33-WAY-FM. What do you think that kids, millennials or Gen uh, Z, you know, what do they need to hear today? Well, I have been in HR for almost 20 years, and one thing I don't think that they're thinking of is when you leave without a notice, you're no longer rehirable. And when your next company calls to, for reference, they're going to be told you're not rehirable. And it, it, it's going to make it difficult and challenging for them to get another job. Yeah, because they can't ask certain questions or you can't say certain things about them. Exactly. But you can say, yes, they are not rehirable. I would not rehire them, correct? Yes. And you cannot say why. Yeah, so it could sound more egregious than it actually was. You know, it was a two weeks notice versus you came in and, and assaulted somebody, you know? <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> Absolutely. Up till this job, I've never been rehirable at any uh, <laughs> uh, radio station I was at. Well, and don't it speak was... too soon about this one either. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I was about to say, that's awfully bold of you to think you still are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Crystal, you're the best. I appreciate the perspective. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. So what do you think kids need to hear today? Well, um, I work in HR as well, and I have people show up in their pajamas, okay. in their slippers, dirty clothes. I, I'm like, you're coming in for a job interview, and you're dressed like you just rolled out of bed. So I, I'm just appalled at how many of them come through and, and don't present themselves in a way that makes you want to hire them. Julie, what kind of business do you work for where you're in HR? Uh, I work in like a social services, so they work with clients in their homes and take care of people that are developmentally disabled. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Well, you're just so old, you don't know that this is fashionable. All the kids are wearing their I pajamas can't. to work today. <laughs> Crocs are in. My daughter wears pajamas, but not, to, you know, not to a job interview. Exactly. <laughs> allow her to do it. Well, it's funny. I even had to have this conversation with my daughter, who's 25. She works at Disney, and she just, like, hates wearing makeup. And I'm like, honey, like, why don't you make sure that you're presentable? You know, it's, it, I know, I, I see your face rock. Because that's saying that she's not presentable just as who she is. Uh, well, exactly, but there is a an element, because she even said, whoa, examine that statement. And I'm like, oh, jeez, <laughs> what have I done? Uh, but no, but I'm, I'm like, she wants to work in a uh, public service type thing. And so if, like, your hair isn't done well, you, you don't look presentable or neat, yeah. it's going to affect you. You can take issue with the system all day long, but the reality is it does exist. And, like, do you want to excel or not? If you present yourself in a way that is professional, then you will probably go farther in that career. Mm -hmm. I'm like, do what you want to do, but I think it would be in your best interest. Absolutely. And then I tried to do positive reinforcement. I'm like, you know what? When you do your eyes, it's so pretty. <laughs> Wait, you do that with me. What does that mean? It's, you're so pretty. <laughs> What are some of the other things as maybe a Gen Xer that you think millennials or Gen Z needs to hear? 
Well, uh, you know, honestly, they don't have as thick a skin as we do, and, and, and we know that, and they're going to make lots of mistakes. But somewhere along the line, we also have to help them understand how significant and important they are as a human being. At the same time that we're providing lots of correction and redirection and stuff, because, man, they're going to screw it up bad, and we need to help <laughs> them. But we also have to surround them with, you are significant and important, but you're doing it wrong, you know? Yeah, it's tough because I get that. You want to do tough love, and sometimes tough love with millennials is difficult, or Gen Z, they just fold, and you're like, what in the world? You, yeah. you feel like you can't have an honest conversation because they're going to be like, I'm triggered, and I can't deal with this. I can't take this right now. Like, well, you're going to have to take this right now, okay? <laughs> That's life. Why are you looking at me? Why are you Sorry, this isn't for you, Rock. <laughs> so I'm seeing my daughter as triggered. I see you. <laughs> you expect your kids to have the same thick skin that you do, and they just don't you know and these are the people that are going to be running things i'm glad i'm gonna be dead like, <laughs> oh my oh my goodness. <laughs> wow uplifting way up though. exactly <laughs> you're welcome have a great day you too bye uplifting way fm if no news is good news this is great news that's not really a joke i disagree i find it hilarious it's news ish on the wally show what you got gavin i don't know if i'm the only one who does this or maybe if it's just reflective of me still being kind of young but whenever i go to walmart or target i honestly and it's for groceries or whatever sure. i still take a peek at the toy section just to see what's What's bumping with kids these days? What's bumping with kids? You had me. I was on your page till that. I was really there. Uh, I do the same thing. I will do yeah. a lap through the toy aisle for sure. I'm, I love toys. Still. I love Legos, man. Absolutely. One of my favorite gifts that I've gotten recently is still uh, the lightsaber that you got me oh. for my birthday recently. And that thing is still like hung up somewhere in my house. So That's so funny. I still love it. But I actually found this article that says that the average adult actually keeps about 20 toys from their childhood oh, wow. into their adult lives. And it doesn't say whether or not it's for their own entertainment, yeah. which might be kind of weird, or if it's to hold on to something for a kid someday. Like, I know that I'm personally not sentimental. Like, I actually don't have any toys for my childhood, but my wife has a bunch that That's she's it. saved up for when we have a kid someday. And they did list off... That's interesting. They're saving it for the future, yeah. like an outdated toy for your kids. That's great. And it saves money yeah. uh, that you don't have to spend later. But they actually listed some of the top toys out there. So you had said it earlier, one of the top uh, toys that people keep is Legos. Yeah, they're so expensive. Like, So it's an investment. Like, Hang on to those bad oh, yeah. boys. And I feel like the entertainment doesn't usually... like go away because you can always like tear down a set yeah. and build something new. Yeah, that's uh, what I love about it. The next option was Barbie dolls. Oh, Rob, Bed, did you have any dolls when you I were I was kid? never into dolls. Yeah. Like I, I wanted, if I would be about it if it did something, like sure. you could feed it or it right. had a dirty diaper or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> or or it's, its hair color changed when you put it in cold or warm water. But did you ever have the doll that know. you could pull its hair out and make a long hair uh, do on it, like a ponytail, or you could uh, push a button and it would retract? No. Do you remember that? Uh-uh. Oh, my sisters, had, oh. my sisters had it. Oh, okay. I, I had like three sisters. Oh, okay. And then I remember I cut it, and so it pulled, I cut the hair, and it, when they hit it to go back in, it all went inside. So oh, she was no. like, oh, you're yeah. terrible. <laughs> That's so mean. Uh, some of the other options were Hot Wheels and G.I. Yes. Joes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Super classic Susie Homemaker Appliances. Okay. Fisher Price Telephones. Yeah. Um, Lightbrights. 
Oh yeah, you don't I'm, know what that is. I'm trying to. Is that that thing where it's like those little dots Colored that you connected pegs. to? Okay, yeah. And you and you poke them through the screen, and you could do different. Yeah, it was uh, a lot of things. fun. Like they became trendy again a few years ago. I do remember yeah. that. Yeah, there are toys that come back around every once in a while, and it's the nostalgia of it. You remember it. This was an interesting story. The uh, erector sets were the predecessor to Legos, kind of where you actually screwed things together with nuts and bolts and little tiny wrenches, and you could build all these different things. Super cool. The guy, there's a ride at Disney called Soren, and it's this cool ride where you sit in this, like, it's supposed to be like a hang glider, and you fly through this visual thing, and they couldn't figure out how to create this thing. And the guy who was an Imagineer, he one day had a, a in like the moment where he thought, okay, I know how to do it. He went up to his attic and got his erector set from when he was a kid. He built a working model of how oh, this thing cool. should shift and how it should telescope out to then take it in and show the un- other engineers. And that's what it was the genesis for this entire multi-million dollar ride. So toys are like yeah. awesome and fun, but they can be like precursors to the career you might absolutely, have someday. Absolutely. So there you go. That's going to do it for your news. Thank you, Gavin. There's so much extra stuff we have to worry about as ladies. It's exhausting being a girl. I feel like a woman. Uplifting Way FM. This is the Wally Show. And there are definite advantages to being a guy, I think, over some of the things that ladies have to deal with and put up with. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, and I I truly believe that. Like, there are things my wife has to do as a wife and a mom that I'm like, whoo, better you than me, you know? (laughs) That's very true. I found this list that was put together of things that women can't get away with, but men find it easier, too. Mm. So I want to see if you agree with this. I probably do. Eating large amounts of food at a restaurant. I have seen Betty Rock put down an entire twenty-piece set of McNuggets. I can, I can put it down. It was, it was a magical. I got through nine. But if a guy does that, right? Like, let's say you're out and you order steak and he eats the whole steak. Well, like, yeah, that's what a man. No one says anything. But if a girl does that, oh, whoa, wait a minute. And if you're with that girl, you're not allowed to comment because, like, I remember going, "Man, Rock, are you kidding me right now?" (laughs) And and you got offended. Uh, But it was it was it was beautiful. Like it was an (laughs) epic thing. Uh, This is one that I really agree with. Physical signs of aging, including gray hair yes. and wrinkles. Yes. I cannot watch a TV show without being bombarded with a commercial that shows someone from some skincare line. Yeah. They're like, you know, we're all getting older and wrinkles are just not acceptable. So buy this $1,000 serum and you'll look Ageless, right? Whereas with guys, y'all can age, and it's considered like, oh, he's a silver fox. Yeah, thank just, you. No, 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 not you specifically. <laughs> that. But it's just not fair because then we have <laughs> right. to spend all this money to get our hair dyed to cover those roots, and you don't want to look old and haggard. Literally last night, my wife showed me like a TikTok video or an Instagram thing of a lady doing like face yoga. Where she's like, how old do you think this lady is? And I'm like, I don't know, 33, 34. She's like, she's 48. And like, but she like pushes her skin back with her thumbs and does all this stuff. And I'm like, baby, I'm, I know, I know you think like, and it's a class and it's an app and you, you spend money on it. I'm like, I think she just has good genes. Like, I don't think that the face yoga thing but is, works. You noticed, but you wanted to. But you noticed that was a, that, that was aimed towards women. Absolutely. 
But you never see something that's like, here, make sure that your skin is baby smooth towards no, men. No. no. The rougher, the better. Yeah. Right. On that's us. just being a man. Absolutely. Ugh. So, yeah, it's, I, again, I look, I get your frustration. It's not right. And I am going to stand with you in solidarity. Thank you, sir. Yes. yes. Thank you. I, uh, you and me are going to be like fallopian buddies today. Uh, <laughs> and I don't, I don't know. I'm sorry what I'm saying, but like we I are, really like that. Yeah. Oh, no. We we are gonna we are gonna connect, <laughs> and and I'm gonna stand with you, and and we are gonna go through things that women get judged for that guys don't. So what do you think? What is something that you you've heard a couple that Betty found on this list? But what are uh, things that you? Uh, feel as a woman that you get judged for, or women get judged for, that guys get a free pass on. 855-33-WAY-FM. That's 855-33-WAY-FM. We'll take yours now. Remember, we're all friends here. I'm on the same team with you today. <laughs> what do you think is something women get judged for that guys don't? Being in a bad mood. It's always blamed on their cycle or hormones or whatever else they can come up with rather than Maybe they just are having a rough day. Maybe somebody did something that upset them. Okay, you're making this really hard on me right now to be on the same page because Betty Rock and I have come to a brand new, wonderful place in our relationship (laughs) because there are days where I just didn't know why she was so mad at me. I had no idea. And she finally started telling me, all right, look, this is why. And you can do the math. And I'm like, oh, thank you for telling me. It makes so much more sense. So it does happen. I mean, it does. But there are also times where you're just having a bad day and do not be the one to blame it on right. yeah, yeah. hormones or anything like that. Now, it's okay if we say it's because right. of hormones, but don't you dare be the first one to say, oh, is it? Gavin oh. and I will look at each other sometimes and be like, you want to say it? I'm not going to say it. You say it? <laughs> 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 Wendy, what is something that you think women get judged for that maybe guys get away with? In the workplace, men can come in and be as aggressive as they want to be, and that is considered a good thing. But if women come in and they're aggressive and fired up and, you know, trying to get to that next level, they're usually called an ugly word. Yeah. And that's just the way it is. So women don't get the opportunity to be that serious go-getter at work because you always have to be worried about people talking about you for doing so. And it's true. And I think that's unfair. Like, I know, like, I get really frustrated with things sometimes and I'll pop off and, like, really yell loudly about things not working. And Mm -hmm. I don't yell at people, but I yell at things. And, like, if Betty were to do that, people would be like, oh, my gosh, what is going on? Yeah. Because it would be so out of character for you. Maybe it's a compliment to your character as a woman that you are more balanced. You are more delightful. <laughs> so when you step out of that and you become more aggressive, it seems like the exception, not the rule of you. So maybe it's a compliment. Maybe. I just don't want to be termed as difficult to work with. Whereas if a guy starts popping off and yelling, it's like, oh, he's a leader. Right. Or get needs to be promoted. I, I got to tell you, man, I would love to see a woman president, honestly, like the right woman. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think we've had a really good option yet that that has put themselves forward for it. But I would love to see the difference in America if that happened, because men and women lead differently. We run things mm-hmm. differently. And I think a change of pace and a reset could be a really good thing for this country. <laughs> You want to run, Betty? No, no. I would love to see Betty be president. This would be great. Nope, 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 nope. So, Whitney, what is something that you think men get a pass from and women get judged for? So, dads having a dad bod. 
Absolutely. It's become a thing. Dad bob or father figure, as I like to call so it. So you're saying that guys can get away with letting themselves go better than women can. Yeah. And it's like the women are the ones who have the babies. But after they have a baby, it's, you have to see how fast you can get back into shape mm-hmm. after you have a baby. And the dads are, they can have the dad bod and they look good. We do? Well, I wouldn't say they look good. I would say that our standards are really low on what's considered good. You know, a dad bod is glorified, whereas a mom bod is not. That's true. Dad bods have even been immortalized and glorified in song uh, that we did on the show here one time. Betty Rock actually busted out a dad bod parody to a Bon Jovi song, and I was quite impressed, actually. Angels smile. Okay. And Pudgy Gut. To think we won't notice. Well, you'd be a nut. Thought you were Sasquatch with that fuzzy back. (laughs) Guess that eighth taco didn't help your six pack. (laughs) Oh, your farmer's tan's overdone. Yeah. Oh, there's nowhere to run. No one can save us. The damage is done. (laughs) Hey, you're not petite. You are broad, buddy. You have got a dad. I'll never forget taking my first compassion trip, and we went to Ghana, Africa. When we got there to the site, there was this little girl. She was six years old. I later found out her name was Vivian, and she would not let go of my hand. She followed me everywhere I went on that site. And later, I got to uh, meet her family. I met her mother and her siblings, and they all lived in this little mud hut. I mean, it wasn't big at all. And when I looked at Vivian, she had the biggest smile on her face. And she was just happy to be there, just happy to be with us. And it made such an impact in my life that I wanted to sponsor her right then and there. (laughs) Because of my sponsorship for Vivian through Compassion, I'm able to write letters back and forth with her. I'm now getting updated photos. And now I think she's even taller than me, which is crazy to think. But I'm also able to see how my sponsorship is providing the food, clean water, and other support that she needs and her family needs to live the best life possible. And I can only imagine now with the pandemic, war, and weather disasters, there are so many other families like Vivian's who are dealing with hunger. So maybe you want to make an impact and sponsor your own Vivian. Just click the compassion banner when you go to wayfm.com. Uplifting Way FM. If it's trending, streaming, or starring, Betty Rock's got it. Betty Rock's got it. On the Rock Report. Hey, Betty. Reality star and fashion icon Kim Kardashian has slowly been adding to her collection of fashion items that belong to people she loves and respects. Now, maybe they passed away before she could ever meet them, but that doesn't mean that she doesn't respect them. In the past, she's dropped thousands of dollars on items. And to her, thousands of dollars is nothing. Right. Us, it's a big deal, but for her, it's nothing. She's got um, items that have belonged to Jackie Kennedy, Mm. what used to be the first lady. I, didn't she do a, like a photo shoot where she was dressed like Jackie O, like kind of a regal thing one time, I thought? I don't remember that. I know at the 
one of these fashion gala events, she actually got Marilyn Monroe's dress. I do remember that. And she wore that. Yeah. And that actually had to come out of a museum so, oh, wow. to let her wear it. Yeah. Um, so she's got items that belong to Jackie Kennedy. She also has items belonging to Elizabeth Taylor. Okay. She idolizes her. But her latest item she's adding is a rare diamond encrusted cross necklace once worn by Princess Diana. Ooh, that had to be a pretty penny. Well, it was in auction. Her winning bid was one thousand nine hundred and seventy dollars. Yeah. Wait, wait. What did I say? Wait. One thousand. I said that wrong. One hundred ninety-seven thousand. Okay. Because like I was, I was sitting there thinking, sorry, that's not out of the realm of like normal people. No, 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 no. One hundred ninety-seven thousand dollars. Now it's out of the realm. Like <laughs> unbelievable for a necklace. To me, I thought that wasn't near as much as you would think it would get. Like yeah. I mean, this this cross is huge. Is it really? It's big, and one hundred ninety-seven thousand just doesn't seem like enough to me. But for, yeah, and for a Princess Die thing, yeah, as much as people deal. love Princess Die. Mm-hmm. But to, but again, like even on on the money and the scale, like we like cough, like 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 we choke on two hundred thousand dollars. We would like, how do you even right. remotely do that? Right. But for her, two hundred thousand dollars, nothing. Oh, I mean, yeah. it literally is like us going out to Chick Fil A, <laughs> right. and and ordering, you know, just a value meal. Right. Like I, sadly, I have to admit, I have seen many episodes of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, yeah, and they think it's no big deal to just grab a jet, a private jet, sure. and just fly somewhere for the day. Right. And then come back. Yeah. <laughs> a totally no different life. Totally yeah. Different life. A totally different tax bracket. Yeah. I don't know if I would want something worn by someone that like passed away because it would it would seem like you were a weird stalker well, kind of thing. You know what I mean? No, no. No. I think it would be different if she actually like, let's say the celebrity wore it when they passed. Yes. Now that would be creepy. Yeah, I But get if that. she just wore it one time in her life, I don't think that's a big deal. Okay, well there you go. Uh, that's going to do it for your Rock Report. Thank you, Lady Rock. It's kind of a bummer though, because I was like looking for what to get you for your birthday, <laughs> and I hate that this is already off the table. So okay, I'll, I'll come girl. up with something else. Maybe, oh, okay. you know what, maybe we'll do that Chick-fil-A thing I was talking about. <laughs> Wait a minute! <laughs> Uplifting Way FM. This is the Wally Show. We're gonna do a little game here called Beat Betty's Brain. You have to get past the steel trap that is Betty's brain right now okay now the way we're going to do it is we're going to ask her to walk out of the room where she cannot hear the questions you're going to each get the same questions and then you need to uh get more questions right than she does Uh, but you're you're on a timer you get five questions and you got to get them quickly okay so knowledge sometimes there's things you know but you the the clock messes you up yeah for sure and i know you panic sometimes rock (laughs) all the time (laughs) like like if all of a sudden there's a timer betty rock just shuts down you're like, uh-oh. Yeah, what's oh, yeah. my name? I like, for example, okay, here would be a question. Let's see how you do. Um, uh, by what name was the fashion designer Gabrielle Chanel better known? Better known. Gabrielle Chanel better known. Oh, Chanel. What? No, that's her name. Gabrielle Chanel. What? Uh, by what, what name is what, she what? better known? What is she known for? What is, what is, by what name is what? she better known? Gabby! You can pass. Pass! Yeah, Coco. Coco Chanel. Oh, Coco. Yeah, Coco. <laughs> see? I just you panic. I need the that timer's scary. Yeah, I just feel like there's a bomb about to go off yeah, or something. There was. It was in your brain, and it just <laughs> happened. Okay, so that's how it works. Maybe Betty's gonna lock up and just brain lock today, and you can win your Way FM prize pack. All you gotta do is call to play eight five five thirty three Way FM and beat Betty's brain. That's eight five five three three Way FM. Just-
uplifting Way FM. It's time for one of my favorite things that we do on the show. It's time to beat Betty's brain. Uh, the way this works, Allison, is I'm going to give you and Betty Rock the same five questions, but she's going to be out of the room where she cannot hear your answers. You will go first. If you get more questions answered right than she does, you will win a prize. Are you good with the rules? Yes. Okay, now also, too, if you want to pass on one, because there's a timer on this and you might freak out and you want to pass on one, we can come back to it at the end if you still have time, okay? Okay. So here we go. Betty Rock, would you do me a favor and would you step out of the room to where you can no okay. longer hear us, please? I hope you, I hope you do terrible, Allison. Well, that wasn't very Christian. Um. <laughs> All right, Allison, here we go. The time starts now. What is the length of a U.S. senator's term? Pass. What bird can swim but cannot fly? What bird can Pass. swim but cannot fly? Pass. Uh, in the movie Karate Kid, what was the name of Daniel's teacher? Mr. Miyabi? Hmm, close. Uh, what is the city, the capital? Miyagi. Miyagi. Okay, you fixed it. Good job. Uh, what is the city, what city is the capital of Mississippi? Uh, pass. Uh, aptly name, what is a group of porcupines called? Oh, pass. Okay, do you want to go back? What is the length of a senator's term? Uh, four years. Okay. And uh, what bird can swim but cannot fly? Oh, we're out of time. Penguin. Oh, we're out of time. Oh, nuts. You did get penguin oh. there, but I can't give it to you. So out of those five questions, you got uh, Mr. Miyagi. So you got one. Um, but who okay. knows? Maybe Betty will do worse. Let me uh, get her back in here. Hang on a second. Gavin, uh, can you get Betty, please? And here she comes, Betty Rock. How well did she do? Oh, you have got your work cut out for you. I cannot tell you how well she did. I just need you to focus on you right now, okay? Okay. okay. So here we go, Betty Rock. Your set of Beat Betty's Brain questions. Question number one. What is the length of a U.S. senator's term in years? Four. What bird can swim but cannot fly? Can swim but bird swim but can pass. Okay. Uh, in the movie The Karate Kid, what is the name of Daniel's teacher, Mister Smith? Oh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what city is the capital of Mississippi? Tupelo. Uh, That's wrong. Aptly That's named, wrong. What is Dang a group it. of porcupines called? Um. Oh. Ah. Porkies. <laughs> Close. Uh, ironically. Wait, give me uh, the other question. Yeah, what bird can swim but cannot fly? Swims. I, I know this. I know. Uh, 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 flamingo. Flamingo. There we have it. All the answers. And I got to tell you, this one was closer than I thought. Uh, what is the length of a U.S. senator's term? It is six years. Oh. Neither one of you got that. Oh, well. uh, what bird can swim but cannot fly? Yeah. Penguin. Penguin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, neither one of you got that either. Uh, she okay. chimed in a little late there. Uh, in the movie The Karate Kid, the name of Daniel's teacher is Mr. Smith Miyagi. Miyagi. And uh, uh, and Allison corrected herself and got that right. What is the capital city of Mississippi? Yeah, it's not too far. I'm going to Jackson. Yes. Yep. And uh, neither one of you got that right either. Oh, good. And uh, aptly named, what is a group of porcupines called? Porkies. Close. A prickle. Like, a prickle. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right, so I am dumbfounded. I cannot believe it. Allison, you won by getting <laughs> one answer right. <laughs> <laughs> You have beaten Betty's brain, and apparently it was not that hard. <laughs> Thank you. Uplifting Way FM. This is the Wally Show, and we love playing all the great songs because they're good reminders of, you know, God's promises and His truths. But sometimes we got to go a little bit deeper than that stuff too, and that's why we have our prayer wall for when life hits you hard and you don't know where to turn, and you want people to join you in prayer about something. The prayer wall is there 24-7 for you to post your prayer requests. And when you're there, it's also cool to read through some of the other people that are going through stuff. And maybe it connects with you and you pray for them. And that ultimately helps you out, too, when you start praying for other people. And there's this one like uh, guy, his name's Christian, says, Hey, I just need Jesus. I need prayers. I'm feeling alone in my struggles right now. I feel guilty for feeling alone because God is always with me. And uh, I like I get that. Like a lot of our faith, there's a lot of guilt that's associated with it. And we're like, God, I know you're good. I know you have all the answers. I know you have a plan, but I doubt it right now. And I, mm-hmm. I want to take control. And then you feel guilty about that. And it keeps you in this spiral. And so I'm sure that as he starts to process this stuff and wrestles through it throughout the day when he gets those notifications on his phone from somebody that says, hey, somebody just prayed for you. Somebody just prayed for you. Somebody just prayed for you. On average, they say it's like 17 prayers for each person. That's amazing. Yeah, and I mean, that obviously is going to help this person not feel alone. Right, that's the point. Because, you know, that's a notification saying, hey, somebody is seeing where you're at, they understand, and they're praying for you. So not only is someone... Not feeling alone, but also they're feeling prayed for. So it's killing two birds with one stone. Yeah, exactly. And so it's a really great thing. You can be part of it however you choose to be. Be part of the prayers, be part of the being prayed for, or do both. That's what I love is people doing both. And it's real simple. We got it at wayfm.com, or if you are running around and you're like, I can't remember that, uh, just text the word pray to 91979. We'll send you a link, and you can do it there. And now for some good news. Uplifting Way FM. This here's the Wally Show. A little bit of good news for you. A cavalcade of good news stories because the regular news can be a little bit heavy and divisive. Uh, there was this guy named Brandon. He is uh, the father of five-year-old Brentley. And he walked into an animal shelter uh, to adopt some chickens, apparently. Aww. But when he got there, one of the puppies at the shelter had a cleft lip. Aww. You know? I know. And it gets even more aww. Just like his son (gasps) had a cleft lip. Oh my gosh, you have to. Yeah, so he called his wife. He's like, I'm bringing home a puppy too. Wasn't intending to, but he uh, brought home uh, this uh, puppy for his five-year-old son. And his wife is is like, the two are inseparable. And I think that is beyond adorable. precious. Uh, Gavin, good news, giddy up, go. There's a 67-year-old guy in Michigan. He's actually very happy about uh, being more forgetful in his old age. Last month, he couldn't remember if he had bought a lottery ticket yet. So he bought a second one with... With the same set of numbers, and then both of them hit for oh, $110,000. So in total, the guy won $220,000. Oh, that is crazy. Wow. I would like, even when the lottery gets big every once in a while, I play, I never play the same numbers because the one time you forget to buy them is the time those numbers would hit. Oh, absolutely. Yes. And I would lose my ever loving. <laughs> uh, Betty Rock, good news, giddy up, go. A woman in Alaska is crediting a dead rabbit for saving her life. And okay. this is a crazy story. So she was skating on a frozen lake when she found this dead rabbit on the ice. And she was being the resourceful type, so she took it with her to use the fur for something later. Alaska's a different place, man. It is. It's a different breed. <laughs> but shortly 
shortly after that, she fell through the ice into the freezing water. Well, she had nothing to grab onto to pull herself out. So what she did was she took the rabbit that she still had. It was soaking wet by now. She tosses it on the ice in front of her lets it freeze to the ground, and then uses that as an anchor to hoist her body up and save her life. See, and this is why Alaska is a tough place to live. you got to be resourceful to live there. That's ingenious. I never would have thought of that. None of us would have thought of that. We'd be like, what can I do with this rabbit? Maybe I'll use it as a flotation <laughs> device. I don't know. Uh, but the fact that she sticks it to the freezing ground, which also tells you how cold it was there. I know. Like, to be able to pull herself out, good on her. Different that, breed. I mean, that is good. Uh, Good news for her, not so much for the rabbit, but uh, she had a pretty good day, and that's going to do it for your good news giddy-up. Oh, I hate goodbyes, but there's still more fun to be found through our YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Just search Wally Show. Don't forget to join our exclusive potty Facebook group. You can find the link in the description of this podcast. And thanks to Colorado Christian University Online and United Faith Mortgage for supporting what we do.